Welcome, what's up everyone? Welcome to the new episode of the Miles High Podcast. This is Miles Monroe Jr., your host. And as always, the vision and goal of this podcast is to entertain, educate, and elevate you miles high above your fears, your doubts, and any limitations that you may think exist. Always knowing that those limitations only exist in your mind. All right. So I got a good, a good topic I want to discuss today. It actually stems from Sharice's uh, and I's uh, last podcast that we did together. Uh, my wife. Um, we did a podcast just kind of discussing our relationship and how we how we built what we have and you know going into our marriage and we we gave a lot of. Of, of tips and a lot of our examples and experiences that, that we went through and we got such a great response that I kind of wanted to hone in on the topic of choosing the right partner. I think it's important for us to, you know, make, take that decision that we're making to spend the rest of our lives with a particular individual to take that decision serious, to be intentional about that decision, and to ensure that we're we're thinking long term when we uh, when we make make our choices, right? Um, the majority of successful and wealthy people in a survey were asked, you know, what's one of the greatest choices that they've made, right? And the majority of them answered, man, the the greatest choice that I've made throughout my entire career is the person that I chose to marry. Um, who we choose to spend the rest of our lives with, who we choose to call our significant other, uh, it affects our personal life, our professional life, and our spiritual life, right? All, all facets of our, our lives, all facets of our, uh, our being is affected by the person that we choose to spend the most of our time with. Um, you know, it isn't a haphazard thing where you see uh, power couples or you see individuals who are successful because there is someone that's standing right next to them or sometimes even in the front of them who are cheering them on, pushing them on, taking the load off of them in areas that they need the load taken off so that they can focus on the main thing, right? I'm, I'm a big uh, promoter of keeping the main thing the main thing, but it'll be difficult to do that if you don't have a support system behind you uh, that's able to support you and, 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 you know, embrace all of the other responsibilities that we have as human beings. And what better support system than a spouse, right? Whether it's a husband or a wife, you know, that person that you choose to spend the rest of your life with um, is, you know, one of the most important decisions that you can make in your life, whether it's your personal life, your professional life, your spiritual life, you know, that person that we choose to, to spend the most of our time with the person that we choose to start a family with, the person that we choose to build a home with, that decision is utmost is of utmost importance. And I think we need to take it seriously. And I just wanted to kind of break down some of the tips that I would recommend and I would I would advise you to uh, to consider uh, when making that choice. You know, marriage is more than just finding uh, the right person. Uh, primarily marriage is about being the right person. You know, oftentimes we hear people saying, man, I'm, I, I'm looking for someone to complete me, right? I'm looking for someone to, to make me whole, <laughs> right? Uh, and it's always crazy because, and I, I mean, you know, all of us kind of had that, that thought, uh, that perspective at some point in our life, especially at a young age. But as you, as you grow old and you learn more 
and you develop as an individual, at least for me, I started to realize that I didn't want to bring someone into uh, this intimate space who needed me to fill them up or I needed them to fill me up, right? I wanted to come into this space uh, or I knew I needed to be in this space as a whole person, right? Someone that understood who I was, uh, where I was going, why I was here, uh, what I could do, um, all of the, 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 you know, the five major questions that we kind of broke down on this pod a few uh, pods ago. I wanted to have all of those questions answered, and I knew that it was important. Even if I didn't have all of them answered, I had the majority of them answered. And bringing someone into that union that is kind of on the, along that same mindset uh, is important. Um, I think the, two, the person that we choose to uh, join ourselves with should be making us better, right? We should be making each other better. It shouldn't be where um, our lives start to deteriorate or we start to become less of ourselves or we start to uh, become less of the, uh, the the educated person that we were or the professional person that we were, like where they change us for all the negative reasons. Uh, I think we should be uh, encouraging them and developing them as individuals and they, they're, they're doing the same thing to us. And then at the same time, we're, we're developing ourselves in a relationship, right? Uh, and, you know, leaning, leading into a marriage um, that could, you know, not only bode successful for us individually, but bode successful for us, for us as, a, as a couple as well. So I wanted to offer some tips um, or, or some, some suggestions that I wanted to give, right? I did some, some research, some reading, some investigating on my own, some of these tips I've made use of myself in my journey. Uh, and some of them I just thought were good, good, good advice to recommend and to relay to you, my audience. Um, so I'm not saying you need to take all of the tips and incorporate them into what you're doing, but you know, use what you can apply. Uh, I think they all could in some way, shape or form be beneficial in the way that you choose your partner. All right. So the first tip is to have a strong spiritual foundation. Um, I think this is important because having a, a strong spiritual foundation keeps you focused and keeps you disciplined, right? I, uh, you know, I, I think when we, when we have uh, our faith as the base of not just our relationship decisions, but every decision that we make, I think more times than not, we're going to be uh, in the right place at the right time, uh, making those right decisions that need to be made right? Uh, and the, our strong faith assists us in making uh, those, those right and those, those needy decisions, right? Those in-time decisions that we have to make. So it keeps us focused, it keeps us disciplined, um, and it's something that, you know, I would, I, I, would, I would say is probably one of the most important things you could do when deciding on who your partner should be, right? I know Sharice and I, when we were dating, um, we spoke about our faith, both of our faiths, quite a bit, right? Sharice came from a different spiritual background than I did. You know, she grew up Anglican, and I grew up non-denominational, or, you know, with, with a kingdom mindset. And there are some differences that, that we experience, right? Traditionally in the church, uh, the Anglican faith does things much more differently. They have slightly different beliefs and outlooks on their faith than I would as a non-denominational uh, practice. Um, so from a kingdom mindset, 
I think it was important for me to be open to allow, you know, Sharice to express herself spiritually and express her faith the way that she wanted to. And she was open to like kind of understanding uh, who I was and, and where my faith uh, came from, right? And how, how important it was to me. So it was something that we discussed on a, on a, on a day-to-day basis, right? We asked each other's questions, right? I, I asked her a lot of questions about her faith and, um, and we made it a, a, a fun exercise, right? She was, wasn't too familiar with uh, the kingdom teachings or the kingdom mindset when it, came to, when it comes to spirituality, but she was open. She was open to learning, open to experiencing. And I think it allowed us to ultimately be on the same page, right? When it comes to growing our faith together. Um, I think it's important that she continues to work on herself as an individual and me doing the same as an individual. And that, that only in, in increases the bond that we can share um, in our faith growing together. But having a strong uh, spiritual foundation is probably the, one of the most uh, important things that you can do on the journey of choosing the right partner. Uh, the next tip I would give is to forget the checklist. Ladies and gentlemen, that checklist or the person that you have that, that, depicts, that, is, that is depicted from the checklist that you're putting together, they do not exist. Okay? That perfect person that is the right height and the right body size and the, the right complexion with the, with, with the right characteristics and says and does the right things and is in this right job and, and has this, this great and right background that you're looking for and, and they can cook well and they can clean. And they can do all of these things that you have checked off on your list. Person doesn't, doesn't exist. They only exist in your mind, right? Um, I could remember, you know, my list that I had put together, you know, and I, I had a good idea of what I wanted, right? And obviously we start with the physical, right? I wanted a, a, a beautiful individual, someone that I didn't mind waking up to, you know, every day looking out and just admiring, right? <laughs> um, but I quickly realized that, you know, when you, when you check off all the beauty stuff and then you get to the character, characteristic traits and all of these intangibles that we carry as human beings and all of us being different, uh, I started to realize that, man, I couldn't find someone that I could check each and every item off on my list. Uh, and I, you know, I just started to realize, like, man, this, I, you know, I, either I'm going to find someone that's beautiful and has everything I want from a, from a physical trait standpoint, but they don't have any of the characteristic traits that I like. Or I can find someone that isn't too you know, easy on the eyes, right? But they have all of the character traits, right? And they just have to figure out, like, okay, which, what's the balance that I want, right? What's, what's the thing that, what are the things that I can live with and that I can't live without? Um, so I kind of just, you know, forgot my checklist, tore it up through the way, because I think the, the checklist also puts us in a box, right? It causes us not to be as open as we should to experience like new individuals, new, uh, new connections. You know, we can find love in the strangest places. Um, and sometimes it's outside of our, our, our circles, right? Outside of our uh, expectations, outside of the box that we've built for ourselves. So do away with that checklist uh, is, is one of my recommendations. And just be open. Be open to experiencing new beginnings, uh, new friendships. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit, but 
just be open to experiencing new things that you probably didn't anticipate you experiencing, right? Um, and I think, you know, you'll be surprised once you let down your guard and, and just be open to newer and, and fresher things, uh, the options that are going to avail themselves to you that may surprise you and could end up being, you know, one of the best uh, pairings or decisions that you've, uh, you've made in your life. All right, and then the next tip I wanted to recommend is to be all one. You know, and Sharice and I spoke about this in our, in our pod that we did together, and it, it just talked about being alone, right, and what being alone actually means. It doesn't just mean being single and being by yourself, but it means working on yourself, understanding the, uh, the five questions that you have to answer for yourself, right? That's who am I? Where am I from? Why am I here? What can I do? Where am I going? Those are the five questions that you should be working on. And I think once you're able to really understand who you are, then you're able to be a, a, a more total, complete person, a more uh, of a whole individual that you can now bring someone else into the fold. You know, I, there's this saying that, that you know, people say all the time, like when they introduce their spouse or when they, when they introduce their, uh, their significant other, and they say, yeah, I want to introduce you to my better half. You know, subconsciously, and theoretically, like that, I don't, I don't agree with that statement, and it's ma mainly because, like, we're we're both supposed to be wholes, right? We're, we're supposed to be complete individuals joining together, right? And you know, for me, my wife is my my better, my better whole, right? My, my better, uh, maybe not whole, my better three three quarters, <laughs> <laughs> my better seventy five percent. No, no, she don't agree. Okay, cool, but. She is she is the a whole person that I'm I'm joining to myself as a as a whole individual, um, and I think that's how the bond should should be made, right? I, I don't want and I never wanted to to have you know someone like Sharice in my life to complete me, right? I, I don't I don't I don't want anybody to complete me because you know if things don't don't work out or you know let's knock on wood, Sharice passes and, and she she leaves. I still have to carry on with my life, right, and be able to 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 move on. And I'm sure she would disagree because, you know, she and I have had this conversation before. And she's like, "If I go, you ain't getting married again, or you ain't this that." Let's be like, "Come on, babe, let's be real." I'll pull both of y'all. So, <laughs> nah, but we we're um, we're supposed to be whole individuals, and that's what being all one is, right? Yes, you may be alone. Yes, you may be a single individual. But you're working on yourself, working on defining who you are, understanding and discovering what your purpose is, uh, going through and developing your gifts. And on that journey of, of life, on that journey of purpose, that's when it's, it's the best time for you to, uh, to identify someone and to join, uh, that, join with that person to, to live out the, you know, the both of your lives. Uh, the next thing would be to start with friendship. You know, I don't encourage, you know, jumping into a committed relationship off the bat, right? And I could remember when I was a teenager, you know, getting into girls and really feeling myself, right? And my dad, I went to my dad and be like, yo, you know, dad, this is my girlfriend, you know, I want to introduce you to, to my girl. And he was like, okay, cool, like, this is what you want to do, you sure? Like, Char, you young, you got a lot of life to live a lot of a lot of learning to do you know you sure you want to 
be committed this early. You know, you know, kids, teenagers, we think we know it all. We think we, think we have it all together. And I was like, of course, I got it. You know, I'm, 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 I'm good. Um, but in hindsight, I was nowhere ready for a committed relationship. And, and I think um, just becoming friends, right? And I think that's the good thing about Sharice and I. She and I were friends first, right? We, again, we discussed this on our last pod. And, you know, we had a friendship from high school. And, and we went through our young uh, adult years, even into our adult years, just as being friends. And that developed into us uh, growing fond of each other, deciding to, to date. And even in the dating phase, right, we, we still continued on as friends. So uh, I would suggest that, you know, and I know it's hard sometimes for, for you to maybe find someone in your friend pool, because that's kind of what, you know, Sharice and I kind of worked out to be. But if you meet someone, right, and, and you think you're attracted to this person or you find this person attractive and you think you want to maybe see if something can work out, I would suggest not jumping into committed a committed relationship off the bat, right? Maybe for a year, you know, six to 12 months, just be friends, just kind of date, kind of court each other, uh, date, 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 date a, a few people, see, you know, who you get along with the best. Because I think as we grow, especially as young men, right? When we're 18, 19, 20, you know, we don't really know what we, what we want. We, we see the physical and we think like, like that's all it's about. And as we get older, we realize that it's, it's beyond the, the, the physical beauty that a female can offer, right? We want to know what it is uh, intellectually, what, what her uh, aspirations are from a professional lifestyle, what's her faith, what's her spiritual life like. You know, all of these important questions that we need to ask and we need to communicate. And the only way we could do that, or the best way, not the only way, but the best way, the best way that we can do that is if we start off as friends and just kind of get to know each other. You know, don't don't rush into anything. Um, and that leads me to the next tip, right? My, my, my fellas out there, some of my women as well, I wanted, I wanted to encourage you to think with the right head. Ladies and gentlemen, let's not make decisions based off of lust. Or let's not let our lust make our decisions for us. Right? Think with the right heads. And that's a head on top of our bodies. You know, I... Can't tell you how many uh, relationships I've known that did not work out because, you know, they didn't put the horse before the carriage, right? They didn't align the ducks up in a row. Uh, there were things that um, we should focus on more so than uh, the physical attraction or, or anything intimate, right? Getting to know someone, really understanding who they are, what their history is, their, their family history, the, the way that they were brought up, how they were taught. You know, these are the things that we should be thinking through before making a, a, a lustful decision. So let's think with the right heads, everyone. You know, let's use the heads on top of our bodies. My guys, let's, let's, let's not use the heads that kind of takes control when, you know, at certain points in, in the day or in the week. Like, I understand, and you know, this, this is a real, a real thing. And, you know, I want to be as, as real and honest as, as I can. Um, but let's try to be mature about it. Let's try to be disciplined about it. And let's think with the right head, right? And the last tip is the 80-20 rule. And I'm sure we've all heard about this rule. And this kind of goes back to uh, forgetting the checklist, right? Because there's always going to be 80% of someone that you love or that you like or that you can, can understand and, and grow with. And then there's that 20%. 
that twenty percent that's just like, boy, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I could do this, right? This this is something that's uh, unexpected or something that uh, just catches you by surprise, right? Um, but I think if we can really focus on the eighty percent and weigh the twenty percent and weigh it in a sense of is this something that I can live with, right? Are these are these baggages that I can carry, right? Because we all have baggages when we come into a relationship, right? Especially if we're, you know, much older, like in our 30s or 40s or whatever, and, and getting into a relationship. You come with a, a, a history already, right? Some experiences. So, so there are things that you bring into a relationship that, you know, some habits that you've developed, some, some trauma that you have experienced, and, and you come into a relationship and there's this... Uh, this, this sense of, okay, I need to get to know and, and unpack all of these things with this individual, and is this something that they can bear? And the same for them. Is, is them unpacking all of their issues and their traumas and their experiences something that I can bear? And I think that's the issue with a lot of the marriages that don't work out, right? Because the statistics show that 50% of marriages tend not to work out. Um, and I think it's all because you know people run into this 20% that, you know, isn't great or isn't isn't the best about their spouse, and they just choose to call it quits. They don't want to fight through it. They don't want to work through it. Uh, they don't want to grow with this person, right? Accept their the good, the advantages, the pros about them, uh, but also accepting their flaws, right, and the cons about them as well. So, you know, if you have to break it down, even to writing everything out, right? Write the things that you love about this person. Write down the eighty percent. This is everything that I love that I that I can uh, see myself growing old with this person. And then the twenty percent, you're writing that out too. And man, this is, these are some red flags that I see, or some things that I don't know if I can work with. And then make your decision, right? Either you're going to choose to uh, I, I can take this on, and I think we can work through through these uh, these differences, or you know. These are these are things that are non-negotiable for me, and I cho- I'm I'm gonna choose not to get go any deeper with this relationship. Um, I think for Sharice and I, you know, when we I think you know I, I don't want to speak first. So I'm gonna speak for me. Um, but when we when I kind of weighed the the pros and cons of of her as an as an individual uh, being in a relationship with me. I started to realize that the, the cons really weren't that serious, right? There were things that, yeah, there were things that I didn't like and things that I, you know, didn't know if I can grin and bear. Uh, but as we started to continue to, to, to grow together and develop, um, I started to realize that she wasn't as bad as, as she may seem, right? She's a little firecracker, a little fiery. Um, that's, you know, one of the traits that I like, but it's also, you know, it's kind of those like, you like it, but you you hate it at the same time. Who's gonna tell the waiter you your food's not right? <laughs> so that's a meme that she always is remind me of. You know, the uh, there's a there's a meme that that you know introverts mostly, but men um, they'd be like, uh, why do you put up with this this talkative, fiery female in your life? And it's like, yo, who could, who else could tell the waiter that my order wrong, <laughs> right? So. Weigh, weigh the pros, weigh the cons, and make a decision. And again, don't allow the twenty percent to discourage you from joining into something that could be something great, right? And, and that you can create and build a life with that 
you won't be able to find with someone else. Um, it's not, it's, it's not a, uh, there, there's no blueprint for this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be different for each and every one of us, right? It, it, it worked out, it worked a certain, a certain way for me, it worked a certain way for my wife, it worked a certain way for my team. Uh, but each of us have been able to figure out and choose the partner that we wanted to live the rest of our lives with. And these are just some tips that um, I wanted to just kind of break down, right, and, and discuss and kind of uh, shed some light on of which I used in my experience and, you know, some that I thought was just some good advice. Um, but I think this would be probably be good for me and you to hop, hop back on, uh, on a pod together. So that we could uh, we could talk. She rolling her eye at me right now, um, but you know, like I think we we could be helpful, right, in our experiences and our story and, and things that we've learned. You don't agree? So is this your way of inviting me on the show next week? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll be there. You will. I'll be there. Do I have to make any cook make anything sure for a you? <laughs> All right. Cool. So there you have it. So I I think I'm, I'm, uh, my wife and I are gonna come back for round two and and uh, talk about relationships again. I, I, you know, I, I just think it's important for us to really be intentional about this decision, man, because this decision can, can really make us or break us as individuals, right? Because it's, it's easy if we're going through life by ourselves, right? But the minute we bring someone into that equation, then the focus shifts just from us as an individual to now a unit, right? And I got to make sure I'm t able to take care of this person or we're able to take care of each other and support each other and, and do all of these things that need to be done um, in, in a relationship. And you, you don't want to uh, be selfish in it, right? It, it's a growing, it's a, it's a learning process. It's a growing, it's growing pains, you know, like I like to describe it. But it's got, it has to be something that uh, you accept and that you are aware that you're going to have to be uh, building through. Um, and again, Sharice and I have, you know, conversations quite a bit. And I think our communication just allows us to continue to build our, our union. So these were just some tips I wanted to offer to you. Um, hopefully they were helpful. Um, you know, you heard it here first. My wife's going to be joining me next week on the pod. And we're going to dive into, you know, some of these tips a little more. I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good conversation. Hopefully we get a, a great respo response again. Um, and again, you know, the, the, the tips that I gave today and, you know, whatever Sharice and I is gonna, are going to discuss next week, it's no blueprint to anything, right? These are just advice from our experiences and our journey. And I, I want you to pull from it what you can and it, what doesn't apply, you know, you could toss it to the side. But, you know, I'm just here to kind of just be a voice, a voice of reason, a, a voice of encouragement, uh, and just try to impact and influence your lives in a positive way. All right. So this is the point in the part now where I introduce the milestone for today. And the milestone is simply to stop looking for a partner and focus on your goals and building your life and the right person will eventually find you. All right. Don't focus on trying to find that person or trying to complete yourself. Focus on completing yourself. Focus on uh, discovering who you are and why you are. Um, and I think on that journey, you'll, you'll find the right person, right? That right person will come along and you'll be able to identify them and be like, this is the person that I feel is right for me. Um, and, you know, last bit of advice, 
the person that you choose, just make sure you wake up every day and choose them, right? Because marriage is a choice, guys. Love is a choice, right? It's not, it's not a, an emotion. It's, it's, it's something that we choose to do. And we have to wake up every day and choose that person, right? Be disciplined enough and matured enough to choose that person and, and make that relationship work, okay? So that brings us to the end of this pod. You know, I'm, I'm uh, always excited when I can, you know, discuss these topics, especially stuff that are personal to me, things that I've gone through uh, and, and that I'm able to kind of use as a recommendation uh, for you as the audience. Um, I, I'm always grateful for you guys listening. Uh, if you want to talk about anything, let's discuss some things, you know, drop me a comment here. I'll definitely be uh, replying back to you guys. But as always, you know, my goal and vision for this pod is to entertain, educate, and elevate you miles high above your fears, your doubts, and any limitations that you may think exist, always knowing that those limitations only exist in your mind. All right, until next time, you guys stay blessed.